Once again, I'm Hillary here in Ontario, Canada, with some technical Hi. problems. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Teresa here in Barbados. Yes. We have chilly weather over here, Hillary. Is it because of you? Uh, well, see, I, I'm going to be freezing and I'm freezing all night because my camera situation is not going to be doing any better. I'm going to have to uh, delete and download and everything after the show. So bear with us tonight as I go off and on camera. I'll be back. I'll just be in and out. <laughs> okay, so tonight we're going to be talking about the vulva. And for those who don't know what a vulva is, it is the vagina. But the correct term is the vulva. And um, there are different parts of the vulva. You have the labia, the clitoris, which everybody seems to have fun with and want to talk about. And then you have the opening of the uteria, and then you have the opening of the vagina. It's different parts of the, uh, here I go again, it's going to happen all night long. <laughs> Anyhow, yes, okay, so behind the whole vulva movement, there is uh, some um, activism uh, when it comes to the vulva, because as we, we know, during... Um, during the pandemic, we had an increase uh, in domestic violence, and there are some organizations that are around, uh, that are around, oh god, I can't even get back on, <laughs> the vulva, and that includes um, the FGM movement, which is f uh, female genital um, mutilation, <sighs> it's, it's really bad. <laughs> And then you have uh, the Slut Walk, V-Day, um, and different organizations that um, promote around that. And to see it as more than just a sexual organ, it is the same place uh, babies are made, cleanse, cleansing our bodies. There's so many different things that the vulva does. So we're mm -hmm. going to go through some of them tonight, and then we're going to have a little fun at the end as well. I'll read you a poem. Um, by a young lady that I find very interesting. And um, we'll take it from there. So let's get all into the vulva. Teresa. Hey. Am I going to go first then? With my yeah, you go ahead because, girl, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. good night again, everyone. And my piece is educating you about the vulva, how to care for her. How to wash her, how to clothe her, how to feed her, and if it being playful in between. Just to keep our listeners, just to give our listeners some spice, spice about of our conversation. You know, we do it, we give you some fun times and some serious time. So we're going to start with educational stuff. And you know, we like to keep things natural. So some of the stuff that we have researched and how to care for her and using different herbs. I guess some of them can be used as a body wash, like a rinse. Some of them are for vaginal health, neem, might be bitter, but neem is good for the vulva. Aloe vera is another one. Tumeric, and one that I cannot pronounce the name. Um, yash, yashti, yashti mad, madhu. Did I have it right, correct? Have it correct. <laughs> <Three>? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, there. But going on, we will. It's saying that you're not in the meeting. I'm here. Don't worry. I'm here. It's it's just. Okay, that's one of the. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> so those are some of the things that we need to help care for. Mm -hmm. In terms of clothing, how we clothe her and how we wash her. You know, when we were growing up, they usually tell us don't wear colored underwear. Mm -hmm. And I'm, from research I'm seeing from that, they say that the colored underwear, the same way like when you wash clothing and 
Oh, we say it die. D-Y-E die. Hi, Victor. Victor's in the audience. Hi, good night. Yeah, go on. They're saying that white clothing and cotton or something that is loose, fibers are loose, is best to wear. So wear white clothing or 100% cotton underwear. Avoid wearing the nylon and the acetate or the other man-made fibers. Okay. Especially if you have delicate skin or you're prone to have vulvar irritation. Um, avoid wearing of tongs. That's an interesting one. I will ask, what about if the what if the tongs are cotton? Should you still can you still wear them? Mm. What do you think on that one, Lily? Probably. I mean, it's cotton, right? Okay. And this one I like. Rinse well, that that makes sense, though. Doesn't it make sense because, you know, the cotton and poly versus the polyester or even the nylon? Mm -hmm. It would make sense the the uh, cotton be a better yeah, feel. Yeah, but the thing is, in terms of having it as a thong. I don't think it be. I think, first it, of all, that whole thing is a whole... the, <laughs> the string starts from midway from mm -hmm. the valve and you don't have much coverage and, I don't know, the outer garment would be rubbing. I don't know. Well, people seem to like them. I maybe, say, why even wear anything at all if you're going to wear that? I have a suggestion can, can send in their, mm -hmm. their opinion, sorry, on it. Mm -hmm. It's saying rinse on the clothes carefully after washing or mm -hmm. double rinse. This will avoid the laundry detergent. You know, nowadays we have a lot of laundry detergent that is highly scented. Mm. You can get lavender laundry detergent and that lavender can be synthetic lavender or what you call the essential oil lavender but some people rinse their clothes afterwards with essential oil uh -huh. but they're saying here that you should use basically unscented unscented laundry detergent or wash your on the clothes separately uh -huh. from your usual clothes and wash new underclothes before wearing. Uh-huh. Wash them before wearing. You know, we have a tendency to, when we get home from shopping clothes, you just open them and put them on, not with underclothes. Too close to comfort, I say. They said also... But most females uh, wear liners, don't they? Most of them. Yeah. But... Does the liner stay in one place? That's another thing. Awesome. Does your liner yeah. stay in one place? It's activities you're getting up to. Oh, we got we already got questions coming in here on WhatsApp. So I got mm -hmm. one question said, what are some reasons why women don't have organisms? What are some reasons why women don't have? Organisms. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I'm stuck. What are the reasons? There we go. Why do we don't have an organism? Can you not hear me? Why do men don't have? Yeah. Mm. From a phys ed point of view, it can be something to do with the muscles and circulation or those the organs, the the nerves that prepare you for the orgasm. Mm -hmm. That's from my, from the physical point of view. Okay. Another reason too, it could be, it could be, yeah, it could be too that they're going through menopause or they've had the uterus removed. Mm -hmm. It could be that too. Lack of moisture. Yeah. Um, also, the, I, I learned from a gynecologist that when you have vaginal thinning of the walls, that mm -hmm. also can cause the issue as well. And so, I hope that answers your question. Huh? You tell me what would cause the vaginal thinning? Um, you want to know what the main, <laughs> the main reason for it is? Not oh. using it enough. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Not using it enough. Active people, but keep it safe. S okay, moving on. So what? what? So men don't feel bad? Huh? <laughs> She's... Uh, I, or Nicolette's in the audience, she said, uh, so men don't feel bad. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. 
Yeah. No, I think she's saying, you know, why women don't have them. And she said, so men don't feel bad. Oh, Lord, girl. <laughs> trying to get us in trouble. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say. Oh, okay. They're yeah, emphasizing here about the rinsing of underclothes after washing, mm -hmm. double rinsing, and avoiding highly scented detergents or scented detergents on the whole. I'm thinking that the scented detergents can cause um, some sort of infection. They're also saying use soft toilet tissue, white, and they emphasize on white only. I think okay. here they're talking about a lot of the dyes that you get coming from your fabric. Mm -hmm. That's like, you know, like some colored shirts or clothing, when you wash them, the water changes color. Yeah. I, I have and another comment. Moisture, it will change color as well. Yeah, I have another comment. Uh, Terry's, uh, Terry, uh, he meant, she says, um, I'm just going to paraphrase it. He said that he was told that um, an organism is 90% uh, uh, mental. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to be into it. <laughs> you can't fake that one, Terry. <laughs> you can fake it. <laughs> but I, a lot of guys don't know you're yeah, faking yeah, it. That's ooh, what the problem is. Your yeah, too much talking. You should know if your partner is faking or not. And if your partner, yeah. whether it be male or female, mm -hmm. is faking it, something's wrong. You need to find out why. Why? Why they would go to that effort of, you need of to faking find out it? Why? Mm -hmm. Some persons say women can fake it easier than easier than men. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant men don't feel bad that there is no argument. They are they what? They could be too many reasons. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, okay. And the the, the the response is so you mean I could have saved my money? Oh Lord. <laughs> Who is this? This is Terry. He says I could have saved my money by buying Walmart cotton instead oh Lord, i can't <laughs> some of our viewers i tell you <laughs> that's not on youtube that you did not write this no that's not youtube that's that's coming through another another messaging more messaging <laughs> one of the things for women they say use tampons instead of sanitary napkins to control menstrual bleeding hmm. and do not use deodorant tampons and please do not leave tampons in for a long period of time. I think on the tampon box, they have a maximum time, no matter how you flood, well, no matter how you flow, I should say. Mm -hmm. They have a maximum time of either four, four to five hours. Mm. You shouldn't go over that, no matter if you're a heavy bleeder or not. You well, I, I, I got a little answer to that because if, if they're saying that, um, you know, not everybody can afford a tampon or, or a pad or whatever. And you have some women that are, you know, on assistance or they don't have the money to afford the tampons. They make their own? No, making your own. I mean, some of these food banks don't even have tampons or any kind of female feminine uh, products for um, the for, for women. So uh, mm -hmm. I was, I had a pleasure of uh, momentarily doing a, a, a placement with uh, United Way and we did the, uh, the Tampon Tuesday which is a, a, actually off of a big campaign that kind of really centers in on helping women who are insistent or don't have the financials to afford uh, feminine mm -hmm. napkins or tampons or whatever, um, mm -hmm. and also seniors that need diapers and stuff like that. So I think a lot of these other government places and agencies and, and you know, and us as, as, as residents can help out the, these food banks with some feminine products. So it's great that they want us to change the, the, the pad, but some people can't afford it. Some people use other things instead of pads, right? So, anyways, okay. continue. They say they not, don't leave tampons in all at night. Mm -hmm. So it's safer to sleep in the napkin, the sanitary napkin. 
I agree. Yeah, Colette says, sorry, Colette says that she really thinks the product should be covered by healthcare. I agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Go on. One of the reasons for not leaving the tampons in for a long period is CSS, which is toxic, toxic shock syndrome. Mm -hmm. Another one we mentioned that earlier avoid wearing nylon pantyhose or panty girdles. Mm -hmm. Do people still wear girdles? Oh, yeah. They call it something oh, else, though, because you know, we got to be all modern. It's <laughs> called a lot. Was it body shapers now? Jesus. The trap heat the girl. and moisture. <laughs> yeah. The trap heat and moisture provide a deeper breeding ground mm -hmm. for organisms. While nylon and leggings are required, mm -hmm. wear cotton or nylons with cotton panties. I think that's too much clothing, man. That's a lot of clothing. I, I have a comment. I have a comment here. Uh, Terry says, "But who teaches all of this vulva care? I have a 15-year-old daughter, and who has these combos? Who have these combos with her? I'm not sure if her mom is. I'm definitely not. Um, I've had to buy pads, and they were the wrong every time. <laughs> and that's something. I, you know, that's one thing when it comes to men or or dads <laughs> or whatever." Um, uh, that have no knowledge of, uh, you know, how to deal with the, the conversation mm -hmm. around the vulva. Uh, there should be some kind of something in place for them, you know, even the pamphlet, whatever, next to the, the pads, you know, showing which ones, which size. Idea. I like that. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. You know, tell them what size, what, you know, what flow, explain the flow. Like, there's a little pamphlet to kind of help they out. But have to know, have some information from the child. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if they're going to the going to the pharmacy, they they not, the child has said, "Hey, I got this. What do I do now?" You know, and so having that pamphlet because some some fathers or uh, you know husbands or whatever might be a little bit embarrassed. So I don't want to talk about. I don't want to deal with this. But if they have that pamphlet there, uh, sitting next to the the mm -hmm. you know the pad or or um, tampon mm -hmm. or yeah with all that information they can actually see you know okay my size my child is this particular size or whatever maybe this one will be good for her on um, just until is it more size or is it more the flow the there's flow size and there's flow as well there's size and flow because me I you know me at the younger age being heavy set you know the one that they were recommending for me as a child was not fit right so mm. it has to do with size and flow and all that but that can be explained in a small little plant fit I mean yeah, I think on um, most of the packages um, those packages have... are generalized huh? <laughs> the, the information on, on the on the packages are really generalized and not only that too I mean but most of the most of the packages have like your images yeah flow and all that yeah, I think I think that's the most that you get on the packages. And another thing too is you could they sh they I'll tell fathers and and husbands out there they have a little a daughter or a stepdaughter or whoever you're caring for uh, a female sis that is um, go to the go to the counter you know the, you have the pharmacy ask the pharmacy pharmacist mm -hmm. go and ask the pharmacist you know. Um, I'm, they're not going to be yelling out your business. <laughs> They'll have that conversation with you. Um, I so. think they'll be glad to assist as well. Mm -hmm, exactly, exactly. Glad to assist. Yeah. Okay. In terms right. of hygiene now. Mm -hmm. Six, six baths, what do you call six baths daily? It's prescribed by your health care provider. Mm -hmm. One of the things they have here is do not scratch. Figure that one out. Don't scratch. Don't yeah, don't scratch. you know the you, you know the the vagina is very tender. It is mm -hmm. it's such a complex tool because it is it is tender, but at the same time it can carry it can push huh. out a baby. But at the same time, <laughs> it's gentle. I mean, we go through everything, right? Mm -hmm. Vagina, the the Volvo that goes through everything you can think about, and so. Okay, next topic is hygiene. Okay, um, so yeah, it it really it goes through a lot. So mm -hmm. you you don't expect it to be as sensitive as it is, but scratching, yeah, it can call it can actually cause tearing, right? Mm -hmm. 
And one of the main things that we tend to do, we like to take a lot of baths. Yes. Instead of, what, instead of a shower, we take a lot of baths. And we like to drop those little curly things that you get from the different body shops. And like the salts and stuff? Bath salts? Air places, yeah. The mm -hmm. salts, the curls that makes us smell clean night. But the oils inside of these, some of the products, mm -hmm. they can be very irritating to the vulva. Yes. It's the same way when we use the feminine sprays and the deodorants to send it up, the bubble bath, the bath oil. Mm -hmm. And you know, when, you're, when you have a baby, or especially a baby girl, you tend to always want to use powder. Yes. And we use the powder for the heat rash. Victor, why do you keep putting eyes up in the uh, in the chat? <laughs> and he's just laughing. <laughs> back in the day, Vaseline, you know, we used to plaster the baby bottom with the Vaseline. Yes, the yes. The main reason that when you urinate, because mm -hmm. it is grease, it is oil, it runs right off and it doesn't stay on the baby's bottom. Mm -hmm. But using the you know, as you get older, maybe mm -hmm. not affect the baby at that age. Yeah. As you get older, the Vaseline and the talc powder using it in that area can be... Jesus. <laughs> I get to see the... See, I get to see comments, and Teresa doesn't get to see the comments. What? Oh, okay. I get to see the car. No, I, I'm going to say this one because uh, it's actually pretty. It's actually pretty interesting. Your personal messages. Oh, yeah, but it's actually pretty. No, both of them. Uh, it's actually pretty oh. interesting. He says, "Hi, Jean. Oh. After this class, definitely never going to perform oral sex on a woman. Why? It's the cleanest part of a female. Uh, they go through so much. That is true. So respect the vulva. Perfect." And breeding ground for germs and bacteria. It's not a breeding ground for germs and bacteria. It cleanses itself with the period. So he goes, no thanks. Never clicked. What? Clicked till now. Females told me one time she used two to four washcloths per shower to wash her, her vulva. Wipe it in one direction once, then a new cloth. That's too much. <laughs> well... It is a lot of work, what, and that. What's the reason for that, though? But the, but listen, uh, Terry, what uh, uh, the, the vagina is actually very clean um, because it cleanses itself with the period. That cleanses the the yeah. body and gets rid of all the toxins inside the body. So, the uh, is, if you want to stop doing oral, that's on you, bro. It's, <laughs> it's the breaking down of the wall. Yes, so it, it is. And then, uh, and then. Uh, Victor said, "Hot dog down a hallway. A hallway? What? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I do not know what that means. I'm gonna leave it right there and keep going. Let me tell you about the food you should feed her. And this is for all all ladies and yes. for the guys too. So you know what yeah. fruits and vegetables are good. Pineapple for sure. So, we're going to start with cranberries. Cranberries, yes. it's rich in antioxidants, vitamin E and vitamin C. And yeah. the cranberries help fight any fight away any vaginal urinary tract infection in yeah. women. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, it helps in balancing the pH level of the vagina due to the acidic properties of cranberries. I drink a lot of of cranberry juice. That's why I, cranberry I use. Cranberry juice yeah. is good. Like how you say, you drink it often, mm -hmm. and you can even drink it outside of the period. Oh yeah, it can be a, it can be a daily or habitual thing for you. So apples is another good yep. one. Apples yep. help stimulate the blood flow in the vagina, keeping it healthy. Yeah. And studies have shown that it prevents the development of uterine fibroids and maintaining a healthy vaginal envir the environment. Yep, Victor says facts. <laughs> That's true. Mm -hmm. I I drink, uh, stro uh, what do you call it? Cranberry. cranberry. Yeah, watermelon juice mm -hmm. and uh, and I eat a lot of pineapple. Mhm. Mm yeah. And 
Avocado is another one. It's yeah, avocado. Omega three, vitamin B twelve, potassium, and you also get a lot of potassium from bananas as well. Mm-hmm. And this increases the libido, which in turn enhances lubrication, estrogen levels, and strength of the vaginal wall. So mm-hmm. get your avocados going. We call them pears here. Let's right. The avocados that you have there. Yeah. Are the small, the small ones with the rough skin on the outside. He said, hot dog down a hallway, a question mark, and he's having a thinking face. What does that mean, Victor? We don't know what that means. So maybe you can say it a different way so we can understand and then answer the question. Okay, another one, what is it on his, his response? Yeah. Guava, lime, kiwi, and orange. These fruits provide the required amount of vitamin C mm-hmm. that is effective against the vaginal infection. Right. So for the fruits, there you have it, I'll repeat in the grain, cranberries, mm-hmm. apples, avocados, guava, lime, kiwi, and oranges. Yeah. If you don't remember... But they didn't say pineapple, though. Pineapple is actually pretty good for you. Pardon? Pineapple is actually pretty good for the vulva as well. Pineapple is good as well. Yeah. The acid, it seems like fruits that have... have acidic. Uh, acidic... Yeah. Um, thing to them. Mm-hmm. From what I'm seeing here, those are good because I know that when you use a lot of sugars, sugary mm-hmm. foods especially, mm-hmm. not the natural sugar, sugary foods like cakes and a lot of sweets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that is not good for vaginal health. No. That helps from a lot of yeast. Mm-hmm. So a lot of foods are good. Well, my camera is really having a good time tonight, huh? No. Sorry? <laughs> my camera is really giving a hell tonight. Sorry about that, everyone, but yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be technical issues until I delete everything and download and start mm-hmm. all over again. Anyhow, go on. So the vegetables to improve your vaginal health are the dark leafy green vegetables, and mm-hmm. you know the, which ones there are. Yeah, kale, and they especially. And in nitrates, mm-hmm. which enhance circulation in the vaginal region, prevent dryness, itchiness, and burning sensation. So yeah. dark green leafy vegetables, yep. sweet potatoes, and carrots. Yep. Now, you know we have the candy sweet potato, the orangey one, and then we have the That's white. what I eat. I eat those ones. The candy one? Yeah. But once it's sweet potato, I like it. I eat, I eat both of them, but that's the mm-hmm. main one that I get down it's here. It's only in up the here. last, let me see, 2004. Mm-hmm. And I can remember it because the job that I was in. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to see the orange, what we call the candy sweet potato. Mm-hmm. That's what I started. To, that's when I started to see that surfacing in Barbados. Uh, candy okay. sweet potato around 2004, 2005. Yeah. I remember the ones that I had there. What's the name? You okay? I remember the name now. Huh? That 50 like a getting to you. <laughs> I said the 50, the 5 getting to you, girl. Come on. <laughs> Pull up that brain. <laughs> it's it's good name. over here. They <laughs> <laughs> love the sweet potato. Yeah. Another one that is a probiotic food to help improve vaginal health is yogurt, pickles, yes. believe it or not, and kombucha. Kombucha is nice. But Greek yogurt is the best one. What's that? Greek yogurt is the best one. Yes. Remember again, sweets. Yeah. So that's basically for pro- probiotics that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can keep away from sweets. Mm-hmm. That that helps you keeping away from sweets helps you to keep a good vaginal health. Because you know you see it any time you and yogurt. Yeah. If you if you drink if you mm-hmm. see if you drink or sorry not drink in just too much. Um, too much sugar, you'll notice that your urine has that odor. Has a lot. It's mm-hmm. extremely deep yellow, and it has that odor uh, to it. And that odor has to come through somewhere. So obviously, it's coming from side stains the vaginal so wall. So yeah, if you want to, you can you can go online and mm-hmm. check. I think the urine when you when you research it, they do six different colors. Yeah, and they tell you the first three are okay. Mm-hmm. But 
four, five, and six. Yeah. That's when you know something is going on. Yeah, something's wrong with the vulva. Outside of eating a lot of beets and mm -hmm. you get that kind of reddish look in your urine, it's oh, outside of that. You beets, said the beets, beets you said your beets? You, you want a funny story? So I, <laughs> so uh, a little bit after Christmas, I was uh, doing some juicing, right? And mm -hmm. I did my mix. But normally I would put a lot of carrots in and only one beet. But I switched it up and put a lot of beets in and only some, uh, I think, some beet I'll go to what? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> two weeks later, two weeks later. I'm still, I was still like having like, you know, red flash. You had a, you had a lot of beets. A lot of beets, girl. And also too, I put the ginger in there. So I, that even made it, you know, more, mm -hmm. more liquid coming out. So yeah, I was, I, some, some I was ready for a keep while. Away, mm -hmm. Keep away from ginger. Yeah. There's a name, there's a name for it. Zinger. That's a botanical name. But mm. you know, you have, you have the genius. Well, that's science now. Anyhow, some mm -hmm. people keep away from ginger when it's when it's wrong that time of the month. When it, yeah. When it administers But it wasn't that time of the month. It was just the fact that I had too much beets. <laughs> it's way too much beets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so on the the probiotics, mm -hmm. the reason they are good for they're, they're good for vaginal health yeah. is because the good bacteria in the yogurt helps the vagina balance the acidic. Vaginal pH, therefore, it helps in maintaining that pH balance. Right. So, the properties of the probiotic rich foods mm -hmm. are an add on to your list of best foods for vaginal health. Mm -hmm. Now, we go into nuts. Nuts and seeds improve the vaginal health. Again, the omega 3 nuts that there. you eat, people. The flaxseed that mm -hmm. contains yep. the photoestrogen, which increases the estrogen level yep. and prevents vaginal dryness. Mm -hmm. The almonds, the vitamin B, and calcium, and this helps lower the in inflammation and prevent vaginitis, which is inflammation. Of the but you still got to be careful with how much nuts you eat because sometimes too yeah, much nuts. Yeah, everything in moderation. Yeah, everything in moderation. Got to be careful with that, especially the Brazilian nuts. You got to be careful with those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the walnuts and hazelnuts they recommend, which is good in rich in vitamin E, and also helps with preventing the vaginal dryness as well. So all these omega trees and stuff you can get from there mm -hmm. and the vitamin D and the calcium that helps prevent vaginal dryness um, you know what so it's it's really good with the nuts actually them in their raw form where before they're mm -hmm. dried where the actual fruit the actual fruit the for example the uh, the walnut if you not the walnut sorry uh, the guava is it guava ah geez I'm getting confused no sorry almond yeah. the almond the almond the almond in its raw form, the flesh part is so oily. If you ever had an almond in its actual fruit form, the outside is extremely oily. And then when you eat that off and you get the interior to dry it out. But it, come to think of it, yeah. almonds, we have them here that comes off the, comes off the tree when they're dry. And you pound them. <laughs> the outer shell. Yes, Terry, I beat you to the joke about the nuts. That's why I said it. <laughs> That's why I said it. I wanted to like kill all the jokes, so I, I, I said it. Yes, I beat you to the joke. Yeah, go on. <laughs> the outer shell, when it, I like, know right here, when it is dry, it fell off the tree, it's dry, and you yeah. take a stone and you pound it, the outer shell is kind of hairy, mm -hmm. furry, like mm -hmm. China. And mm -hmm. then when you crack it on the inside, it's this small little white furry nut. So, yeah. go figure. Yep. The ammonite. And vagina has something in common. Yeah. Now, Let's move on a little bit. Other foods. Yeah. You have the dark chocolate, you have mm -hmm. green tea, you have coconut oil in water is another one. It's pizza. The hydration, you have to keep that hydration up. The adequate hydration helps in lubrication and allows secretion to be released and helps maintain the vaginal pH. Yeah. Exercise is the next one that's good in there, like walking, running, and please be mindful when you are going to be active and fighting, especially. Yeah. Wear proper underwear, the tongues, no, the spandex, the nylons, no, preferably cotton, because you're hiking, you're sweating, okay. you need 
Let, let's get into the let's get into the questions, uh, Teresa. Let's get into the questions. Okay. Okay, you ready? You have some questions for me? Yeah, I got the questions for you. Here we go. So the first one uh -huh. is because we only got twenty minutes left. <laughs> so that's the first one is uh, uh, can too much sex damage the vulva? Hmm. I would say no. There you and go. I guess there's there's a lot of a lot of lot of a lot of lot of uh, of uh, folk tales around this one. So go ahead, answer the question. Too can too much sex damage the vulva? I will say no. There's no evidence in research that I have done to say that every day is bad for your physical or mental health. But the thing is. Having it very often, for example, several times a day, mm -hmm. it doesn't lead to any physical issues. Okay. Because the same way you're taking it in, mm -hmm. the other person wants to enjoy it. So, therefore, I don't. I won't say that there's no. And then I think the only way, only yeah, I think the only time it might come to kind of discomfort is probably if there's lubrication issues, right? And if there's a lubrication issue, you can ring us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can ring us. There you go. Well, ring us for the product. No. <laughs> for the product. 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 Be, be very careful. <laughs> Be careful yes, products. Yeah, which is coming. We're working on that. It's coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I guess I'll go along with that question: Is too much sex make your vulva stretch? Because that's another folk tale. No, listen. Whether you use your if a baby, baby can't do it, I don't know. <laughs> whether a baby's coming out of it. Mm. No. Yes. It always goes back to what do we call, what the scientists or the doctors we call that baseline. The original it always form. Always goes yeah. back to that baseline, so yeah. you won't have a problem there. So when people say, you know, too much, too often. I think for what some guys, what they're yeah, I think what a lot of men talk about is the uh, libya, which is a lips. They call the lips is actually the libya. Okay, um, that um, you know it's it does. They do see uh, some women have longer ones than others, but the the vulva comes in various size, shapes, colors. You name it, it's all different. So if you see a person that has that, um, the chances are it has always been that way, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So, continue. Let's see, next question. Is waxing dangerous? I will say no, it is not dangerous. What is dangerous is the hygiene. Mm -hmm. What is dangerous is the hygiene. Around so if waxing? You're gonna go, if you're going to go to... A salon, a studio, a spa, mm -hmm. have waxing done. Mm -hmm. Be mindful of the surroundings and what I call double dip. Yeah. You know, you have your, what they call it, like the lolly stick, you dip in the wax, you face it, you don't dip, the, dip that stick back into the wax. Mm -hmm. Unless that container is the, has enough for you to work on the individual that you're in the room with. And so also, too. So after yeah. waxing, it is advisable mm -hmm. not to have intercourse for the next 48 hours. That's the same thing like when I'm massaging. You're like frozen. You have to do a facial if you it's on the men. Mm -hmm. You're better now. Good. It's okay. Go ahead. Especially if it's you have to do a facial on the men. Mm -hmm. If they had a shave in less than two days, mm -hmm. I don't do it. I don't massage the face if they had a shaving lesson to this, but that is because the, the pores are open. Mm -hmm. And when you apply oil, although the oil is good, like olive oil, grapeseed, all that type of stuff, yeah. the constant rubbing, the friction mm -hmm. can cause irritation. Oh, okay. and, it's, and it's the same with a waxing, but some people advise trimming or, trimming or carefully shaving is best. But also, too, it has to do with whether or not the person has an allergy or allergic reaction to waxing. 
or has very sensitive mm -hmm. skin, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so questions or more? No, I'm, I'm not finished. I'm not done. Because <laughs> you, you, you answered the question about whether you can have sex after waxing. So the next one is, how do you treat a swel uh, swelling after sex? Hmm, I would say warm showers. I'll say cold pack. Warm showers, a, a cold pack, you can use a cold compress, and most important, wearing loose clothing. Oh my god. Both on the way of pants, and if you have swelling, first find out what causes swelling. So then the evaluation for your doctor's treatment will be advisable as well. Oh my lord. Okay. I'm going to read some questions here by Terry, and I'm going to answer some of them as I answer, and then some, then you can answer, you can answer the rest. So, what uh -huh. is the proper way to refer to womanhood? Hey, can I have some vulva? Uh, you, uh, listen, <laughs> Terry, 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 Terry. What issues can make the vulva or vagina less sensitive? More touch, uh, less touch. What issues can make a vulva less sensitive? What do, you, what do you mean by that? And then the other one is, can you hurt the organ with lots of toys, uh, like heavy sex toy play? Um, you could, you could, but I, I think oh, the female would have to tell you, or the person with a vagina would have to tell you whether or not it it is uh, it hurts or not. Lubrication is always... Um, the best thing, lubricant, hello, <laughs> and, and again, we're, I'm not saying, you know, trying to promote, but it's best that lubrication is, is, sorry, sorry. Else. what, well, it's true, something one of the questions was how to make it more sensitive, he said, what issues can make the vulva less sensitive, more touch, less touch, less, Less sensitive, okay. so you're trying so to say to it's too sensitive. To increase sensation, you can use do things like warming. No, he's saying it's too sensitive, well. and he wants to know how you can make it less sensitive. Oh, that's one you got me there. You got me well, there too. Increase the sensation. Nobody gonna want to make it less. <laughs> warm, warm your oil. Why would you want to make it less sensitive? I don't know. Yeah, I I think I don't think uh, women are trying to make their vulvas less unless, sensitive. Unless there's a problem. Yeah. Unless it's an issue. Unless it's an issue, the high sensitivity. And you know what? One of the things that can actually inc increase sensitivity is hormonal changes, as well as um, mm -hmm. sometimes if you have a breast reduction, uh, does affect that area for some reason, and it makes it more sensitive. Pregnancy can make it uh, more or less sensitive. So it is, it's, as again, the vulva is, pe people mm -hmm. see it as a sexual tool, but the vulva is more to that, um, it's like the root of a female or a person with a vagina. And uh, the reason I keep saying a person with a vagina, because not all people with vaginas are cis females, right? So, uh, I don't know the answer. He goes, what? Yes, every one touch is, ouch, that tickles. I'm done. <laughs> Tell me you need Jesus. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah. Is wearing a tight clothes. Yeah. And sweating, sweating is another thing because a lot of people, when they're physically active, they can sweat in that area a lot. Yeah. So sweating, wearing a tight clothes. You might, they might even have eczema. Yeah. Other you can have an eczema there as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, other personal yeah. hygiene issues can play a part there. Yeah. Does but, that answer Terry's question? Or it could be too that the person had a breast enhancement too because that also makes the... Um, mm -hmm. Well, they're all yeah. connected, isn't it? It's all connected. So it could be anything. Women, A woman's body is like, it's so complex and beautiful, you know? So uh, I think that's why men don't understand it. 
<laughs> and never will. <laughs> what could be good today might be hurt tomorrow and vice versa or whatever. We're still trying to figure it out. So if we're still trying to figure it out, no, you ain't figure it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe you could take stand in line. Yeah, standing line. <laughs> okay, the next question is, um, how do you know your vulva is healthy? How do you know your vulva is healthy? Yeah. Um, in that case, hold on. You getting messages too? <laughs> <laughs> um, having no discharge or, mm -hmm. or, or odor, that is the one indication that it's healthy. Yeah. Um, In terms of elasticity, they say elasticity. The inside of your vulva should feel, how do you say, forgiving uh -huh. and, and elastic. Uh -huh. And no itchiness, no painful urination. That I think the painful urination or discarded uh -huh. urination, pain during sex, those three things. But also the white, remember the white. You remember the white, mm -hmm. the white discharge, very thick, almost like, um, very thick, like, like, cottage, like uh, cottage cheese. That is saying that something, yeah, something is, wrong. is wrong. Yeah. White or clear and yeah. smooth is good. Is good. White, yeah. Clear. White is good. Like white loose is good. Mm -hmm. Clear is good. But the cotton cheese look that up. Like that's, milk. Yeah. yeah, that's something that is wrong. Something is wrong. Yeah. And the itchiness, the mm -hmm. skin. Painfulness during urination mm -hmm. or pain during sex, that and that's why women should women should the same way. Sex, yeah, you have a problem. Your, your has a problem. But once in a while, you should take your finger problem. and insert to see if you're okay. You should. You have mm -hmm. to do the check to check. Like how are you gonna check? <laughs> you need to check yourself. You know. Yeah. Every morning you should check yourself. When you're in the shower and not. Mm -hmm. like, like say you go and you urinate and then you want to check. No. No. Best to check with your finger when you're in the shower. No, you're not even in the shower. Before, maybe before you get into the shower, you check. Yeah. In the Look in the mirror and, and check. And your nails. Mm -hmm. be when, you, when you're a checker, keep, mm -hmm. that, keep that one finger nail short. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> keep that one finger nail short. Because, because the skin is involved. It might be tender, and the wall is very thin. Like yeah. you know, it's very, it's very uh, sensitive. It's very interesting how complex it is. It's sensitive to a nail or whatever, but at the same time, it can take anything, it oh, almost video. anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, watch my words. <laughs> and is that it for your questions? Or um, let me just questions? see. Hold on, because you answer some of the questions within the question. Okay. Yeah. There was, if that's, if that's it, there's, mm -hmm. in doing my research, there was one question that came up. I'll share with you guys. Okay. I was just on both screens. Both yeah, screens it's my, it's, it's me. I told you, until <laughs> I de delete this whole system, it's just, it's going to mess up for the whole night. Go on. We're almost done anyhow. Okay. The question is, can a vagina squeeze a penis and hold it in? Oh, um, yeah. I think I had that question at the top, but I kind of ignored it. <laughs> One that I, I know they have some of those. Oh, um, Lord. Questions, questions that people just a Q&A &A mm -hmm. on certain topics. Mm -hmm. This is very popular. This, one. Now, I'll tell you about it. Mm -hmm. this, this, person this person said, said what? This person said it happened to me once. Mm. This was during a marathon weekend on set. So I guess it's their getaway. Mm -hmm. A getaway weekend for them. So mm -hmm. one evening while we were in the middle of the industry, we both had a I don't know. I don't know how to Tennyson said, What? <laughs> he said he was still inside her. Wow. No, when I when I woke up, mm -hmm. meaning him, the person mm -hmm. that wrote this. When okay. he woke up, he had a morning erection. Mm -hmm. She was no longer lubricated and her vaginal muscles were locked tight around her. It was impossible to remove. When oh, she Jesus. Called, <laughs> Why do 
they think this is a folktale? <laughs> it was impossible, so he got stuck. Man got some fantasies. Man got fantasies for real. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like when she woke up, mm-hmm. she gave it excited, we started again, and the muscles of the back of the walls relaxed. Mm-hmm. She got voice again, and I was finally able to slip out. <laughs> <laughs> like he was prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rudy. Hi, dude. <laughs> he said he was so much to slip out like he was a prisoner. <laughs> I was on the floor. I think I had enough laugh on this night. Yeah. I was able to read it. No. <laughs> when would you fall asleep in that position? Not only oh, that. Come on now. That position. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like I said. Like, See, maybe Eiffel, maybe Eiffel knows Rudy well because she goes, you want to cause some trouble in here now, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> I Let me tell you something. That's not like a folk tale, okay? That's not like a folk tale. I don't know. Go on Cura. It was on Cura that I found it. Yeah, whatever. If it can't, it can't hold on. Like, if a baby can't get stuck, how can it get? Come on. Really? <laughs> so he, oh no, he was that big. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we, what, we, what did we learn tonight, <laughs> Teresa? Well, I've learned tonight in terms of clothing and vulva, uh, mm-hmm. let it breathe. Let it breathe, right? Let it breathe. Rudy said he's going to be a good boy tonight. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? <laughs> he come at the right time at the end. <laughs> he, he just came in, so, you know, he didn't get a oh, chance yeah. to cause any problems, and Victor just kept staring with his eyes all night. Um, now let me tell you the. I, I'm going to say this for the men so they they can know what to call uh, the, the vagina, which is the vulva. Uh, the opening of the vagina is below the. Uh, oh gosh, here I I'm on. You're on two screens again, girl. Oh, that's yeah, I see that. Mhm. <laughs> okay, so the libia is what you guys call the lips, and the clitoris is what you call the clit. And then you have the you have the uh, the opening of the vagina that's behold, below what you guys call the pee hole. Okay, so those are takeaways from all y'all. <laughs> it's a urethra. That's the uh, opening of the pee hole. But anyways, now they know the correct terms. So what we we can say is vulvas come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Hairy, bald everything and they go through so much from uh, period to uh, abuse to um, pregnancy and giving birth just so many different things that goes through and so Mm -hmm. to just see it only as a sexual instrument is just kind of you know there's a new day okay (laughs) and there's a lot of as I said there's a lot of movements behind um, the vulva the most famous one is probably the V-Day, which is coming up in February 15th, right, I think it is, or 14th? The V-Day? Yeah, V-Day. And then uh, you have the uh, FGM. Oh, the hashtag, V-Day. Yeah, okay. hashtag, <laughs> hashtag FGM. Hashtag, hashtag FGM has to do with female genital uh, mutilation. A lot of those practices happen in different countries around the world where uh, different things uh, happen from sewing the vagina up and then unsealing at a certain age um, to just complete abuse. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a lot of things that happen. I mean, you go online and you, and you uh, search FGA, there's a lot of organizations around it. Um, there's one in particular called um, Support Us and uh, DOOR. Um, I like those two ones. And then you have the slut walk mm-hmm. and that happened because uh, an officer here in Toronto um, basically um, was villainized of a person that was sexually assaulted for the way she was dressed and so that started the slut walk and it's resonated around the world i know amber rose is a big supporter of that in the, in the united states and uh then you have um the vagina monologue and i'm going to say one poem i told you earlier today there was a poem that i love um it's by a lady her name is ashini Uh, So it goes like this. It's called My Vagina. And it says, 
My vagina is angry, mad, raging. It has been victimized, abused, used. You stroke it hard, tearing it apart as you aim for its depth, pumping with zest. My vagina creams and juices, covering your pubic with tick uh, moisture, happy torture. My vagina jumps at the beckon of play, rub it there, here. Maybe even a little chase. My vagina coos at being poked with tampons, fingers, organs, covered with condoms in its very core. My vagina is homophobic for a couple days a, a month. Visitors stay away, avoid the fuss. Induces hormones cause me to cough. When you play with my vagina, you can make me go temporarily insane. Shout for Jesus or call your name. When I'm in love, my vagina gives me away. Reveal my secrets in the most unusual way. One thing for sure, I love my vagina. It makes me truly woman. <laughs> and that is written by Asheni. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube or Insta. Okay. Nice. Oh, that was good. That you was good. Away from tonight, then. Oh God, I am not going to. I am not going to read what Rudy wrote in the chat. Nope. <laughs> Nicolette is dying laughing. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say to you, it is very Bayesian terminology. Okay. <laughs> Open the blog hole. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's where we're gonna go with that one. Anyways. <laughs> He goes, he missed all the good excitement. Yes, you did, Rudy. You came in late. Okay, so, uh, Teresa, you have anything going on in Barbados? Um, Footsie Wednesday is the, it's the hit, and still is the hit. So, Footsie Wednesday, mm -hmm. and one of my clients that comes, that's a, he's an athlete, a hurdler. Yeah. I'm going to see him compete. We're not only going to see him help him warm up and stuff at his event on Friday. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. They have this school sport. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to help him warm up at his event nice. on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, get myself some exposure in the sporting arena. Good, good, good. And you know me, I'm still repairing. Uh, Terry said, uh, great show, appreciate it, see you next time. Thank you, Terry, for stopping in. And thank you for everyone that stopped in tonight. I'm going to call the names because we had uh, quite a bit of people tonight. We had uh, Colette, we had Victor, we had Baby Eiffel, we had Tennyson, yeah, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, thank you guys so much for, for mm -hmm. stopping in and dropping in your comments. And you know that we're always here every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. Uh, we are going to be in Barbados July 28th. You get to see who Rudy is. Yes. Uh, Tennyson yes. said he needs a drink. <laughs> he needs a drink after the show. <laughs> what, what would we do? What do we do to you, Tennyson? Make, make sure you have cranberry juice. Oh, yeah, get some cranberry juice, <laughs> Tennyson. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be in Barbados on July 28th of 2020, of this year, what am I saying, 2023, of this year, uh, live in Barbados. Rudy will be on the show. I think it's going to be amazing. We have some other people. We have a, a guest by the name of Dario. He's going to also be on the show with us. And uh, I think the lineup is going to be great. We get to see, talk mm -hmm. to a couple of locals, with their uh, different businesses and whatever, and just enjoy the atmosphere of Barbados. I can't wait to see Teresa. You get to see me and Teresa live together. Woohoo! <laughs> Should be a good time. So. We thank you. Thank you very much for watching again. Check us out on Instagram, RSS, YouTube especially. YouTube, Please TikTok. come back. Come on yeah. by. TikTok. Um, uh, Nicolette is always putting some good videos up there. So enjoy, mm -hmm. enjoy. And remember, don't forget to subscribe and like and hit that button. Which side? <laughs> 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 hit that like button and comment and subscribe thank you so much Teresa I'll see you next Saturday I'm Hillary in Ontario Canada and I'm Teresa in beautiful island chilly now Barbados oh you guys are chilly too Oof, mm, everybody chilly warm they have some phenomenal that they were talking about we're going to be having this kind of chilly weather early mornings and at night oh boy until March well now you know how we feel. Bye bye. <laughs> I can't. I can't have sympathy for people in warm countries. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't have it. <laughs> All right. You take care. I'll see you next week. Okay. See you. Bye, -bye. bye everyone.
Good night, everyone. <laughs> okay, see ya. To the mad life Ain't got time to kill I got time to fail I took a red pill I know life's short So I wanna live real But how's it supposed to feel?